Happy Friday, one and y'all, no matter where you are. It seems everyone's talking about the same thing. Yes, it's Texas Standard Time, and our top story tonight's round one of three broadcast debates between Congressman Beto O'Rourke, the Democrat from El Paso, and the guy he's trying to topple, Republican Senator Ted Cruz of Houston. 6 p.m. Central, 5 in El Paso. What should we be watching for? R.G. Ratcliffe covers politics for Texas Monthly. R.G., welcome back. Thank you for having me. So what are you, as a seasoned political observer, uh, looking for in tonight's debate? Well, one of the things that I think you're going to see a lot of is, is Beto O'Rourke has been making a point out of not making the contest a confrontation between him and Ted Cruz. And Ted Cruz wants to make it a confrontation and, and try to pin Beto down into debating specific issues back and forth because Cruz believes that Republican turnout is always a little bit higher than Democratic turnout, and that if he can get O'Rourke on some of these hot-button issues like gun control mm-hmm. uh, or, or certain aspects of immigration, that the debate will work to his benefit. You know, you couldn't... Uh, it's hard. Let me put it this way. It's hard to imagine a couple of... Uh, of contenders with such starkly opposing views on so many issues. Is is there one that you think is going to stand out tonight? I mean, you mentioned immigration. Well, immigration is a big one because, I mean, Beto O'Rourke is pushing his campaign as a campaign of, of values, of humanity. And part of that is the whole childhood separation issue with immigrants and and the fact that even, even the Kids are staying with their parents now. They're still in detention. So it's kind of like kitty jail. And so O'Rourke's like, this is about Texas values. Whereas uh, Cruz comes at it as, you know, we're a nation of laws. Our law says you can't come into the country illegally. And, and he's also pushing this idea that, uh, you know, that immigration coming in illegally is a, or without documentation is a crime. And he's also pushing this idea that, undocumented immigrants who sneak into the country time and again commit crime and he focuses on a case of a woman named Kate Steinley out in San Francisco mm-hmm. who was uh, accidentally shot by a, a man who was uh, had come into the country illegally for like five times right. and had actually been convicted in Eagle Pass, Texas not long before this but he found a gun and, and it discharged and the bullet ricocheted and hit her and uh, split her heart. So, uh, but that was in San Francisco. There really hadn't been any cases in Texas. So that's kind of what the stark difference there is going to be. That you know, Republicans want to crack down on the immigration, and and Democrats want to reform immigration and treat immigrants humanely. You know, uh, as I understand it, uh, you believe that Cruz has a bit of advantage going into the debate tonight, and I'm wondering what makes you say that, other than. What, I guess, uh, uh, past uh, voting history? Well, no, it's not so much voting history. His advantage is that, uh, well, both of them are very long-winded on the campaign trail. <laughs> and so <laughs> you're going to, you know, I, I looked it up and there was a, a, a one cruise was asked uh, last weekend about uh, criticism of his handling of Har- Harvey, and he gave like a three-and-a-half-minute answer. And Beto O'Rourke's famous uh, defense of NFL players taking the knee is right. like three-and-a-half minutes long. And they're going to be limited to 60 to 90 seconds today. But the Cruz advantage is that he has been through debates in his run for president. Uh, he uh, CNN last year was hosting debates between him and Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. So he's had this opportunity 
to debate. And the more you debate, the better you get at it. So he's going to know, have a better feel for how to uh, control the stage. Right. And O'Rourke tends to ramble, and that's going to work to his disadvantage because he may never get to his point before uh, his time runs out. R.G., I think uh, I, was, I was talking with our social media editor here, Wells Dunbar, uh, on the air yesterday, and something struck me that there might be uh, a certain uh, Kennedy versus Nixon 1960 dynamic here because there's been a whole big conversation around uh, likability and that sort of uh, charisma that Beto carries uh, in, in, in many parts of Texas. Uh, how do you see that aspect of it uh, playing out? I, I think that's going to be a, a fairly substantial part of it. I mean, the Beto does have that kind of Kennedy feel. He's kind of kind of actually looks like one of the young Kennedys. He's personable. Cruz tends to be so dogmatic that that turns a lot of people off. And you know, and the it's just a he's got a little bit of a squeak in his voice, and uh, and of course he occasionally gets compared to uh, Grandpa on the old TV show The Monsters in terms of appearance. <laughs> oh, man. So all those kind of things kind of work against him. The thing about it is that at the same time, Cruz's issues tend to resonate with hardcore Republicans, and they're not looking for personality. So you're going to really the debate. All debates tend to be pep rallies, you know, where people tune, that tune in most of the time are all, have already made up their mind who mm -hmm. they want to support. Mm -hmm. This one's unusual in the sense that this race is creating more excitement than we've seen at this point in an election in years. And so I do think that you're going to have a lot of, lot of Texans who don't normally tune into politics paying attention to this one. So the likability factor could play very high in this. R.G. Ratcliffe covers politics for Texas Monthly. R.G., thanks for speaking with us. Thank you for having me.